presented by Cedar Sinai. Shifty work into the box. And the cross, it's in! Oh, it's LaRue! It's a dream return! Welcome to Casual FC, an Angel City preview pod. I'm your host, Mario Salazar, with my amazing host for the second year now, Ooh, Angela Morales. Today we're going to talk to and get to know our supporters groups who are the heart and soul of La Fortaleza, or the fortress, in the north end of the stadium. We're going to talk to Emily and Maite from the supporters group Poderosas. So please, introduce yourselves. Hi everyone, I'm Emily Grijalva. I am the uh, one of the proud co-founders, um, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm Maite. I am the producer of the Poderosas FC podcast and relatively new member of Poderosas. Just started this last season. We actually have this thing where we sponsor like new members. And so I got the honor of sponsoring Maite. So I'm her madrina. So we kind of do that. Oh, I love that. My godmother. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So I'm, I'm responsible for her. So she gets crazy <laughs> and they come to me to talk about it. <laughs> oh, I love that idea, though. Like, that's such. Oh, that's so fun. I love it. So as like big members in Poradosas, like, how did you come to the sport? Like, did you play soccer? Are you just a fan? Did your friends drag you in and now you're stuck? Like, what? How did the two of you get involved? I'm definitely just a fan in the sense that I didn't play growing up. I was a runner. I'm still a runner, but team sports was not my thing. And I think that really disappointed my mom because she was a huge basketball player. And when she immigrated <laughs> from Guatemala, she actually started a basketball league in MacArthur Park and, and played in the 80s. I have some great images of her. And both her daughters were not athletic at all. And so, <laughs> yeah, she was pretty disappointed. But when I got a chance to go back to Guatemala and I spent most of my childhood there, my uncle would take me to our local soccer game, Xelahu. And I just remember having a blast. But for me, it was more like I'm spending time with my uncle and getting snacks. Like, this is great. <laughs> Tell me, don't repeat anything you hear. So that's how that's I understood <laughs> yeah, so that's how I understand, like, football to be. It was very, like, heavy with men, drunk men, like, cuss words, right? <laughs> and then life happened, college, family, and I just kind of was living my life without really much knowledge of soccer until my friends dragged me to an LESC game and to the supporter section, and I got hooked. And I was like, what have I been missing all this time? So I became a big LAFC fan and I joined a, an unofficial supporter group called Los Tigres del North End. And, <laughs> and through them, right, we we're like a pretty big group. And once we heard that there was going to be the potential of a woman's soccer team, a group of us were like, oh, man, just like we go hard for the men, <laughs> like yeah. the team, like we got to go hard for the women. And so we started preparing and then we decided at first we thought we were going to be just kind of like a like a little section from los tigres and be like are we going to be las tigresas you know yeah. but then we were like you know what no like this is completely separate like we want to have members who maybe go for galaxy we want to have members who maybe don't care about mls like we are really committed That's to me. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just centered around the women's team and so that's why we became a completely separate entity that's awesome. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I, I played a little bit when I was a kid, but I was not good. And <laughs> similar to Emily, though, I have these really good memories all my life watching like the World Cup games with my cousins and my family and then later on with friends. So just one day, season ticket holders, two of my best friends, they gave me their tickets because they couldn't make it to a match. I was immediately just like in love with ACFC and like the entire vibe of it. So that's how I ended up there. I, I had been away from soccer for a long time before that. But yeah, I just reignited something in me and I've been like obsessed for the past like two years, basically. Probably it's, the most it's... relatable statement. Like I have been yeah. obsessed. <laughs> yeah. It's in it. It's it will take over your life very quickly, but in a good way. It's it's a good obsession. I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is what I have to do every weekend for like the next four months. Okay. Like sounds good. There's yeah. far worse things. You know, it's funny because like my family now knows that about me. Like at the beginning, they would roll their eyes when I'd be like, There's a game, I I have to miss an event. But now they know. Like they'll tell me they're they're considering get a gathering and I'll pull up ACOC's calendar, LAFC's <laughs> calendar, and I'm like, can't that weekend. Um, and I had to explain to my mom that I was a season ticket holder, so I've already paid for the tickets, so I can't wait. <laughs> me. So then she understood at that point. So now she backs me I, when I tell her that I can't go to certain events because if you go, comfort. Yeah, If you go to any Latino parents and just be like, look, I've spent money on it already. I, yeah, you know, exactly. That's, yeah. Then, go, yeah. go, go, go. And then they'll be like, well, can I come? In? Can I come too? And it's like, yes. And then they like, just bring the whole family. That's what you have to start doing is like all those events or, you know, like get togethers that you may or may not be missing out on, depending on the schedule. Like just have them at BMO. Just be like, hey, yeah. so let's just get some cheap nosebleed seats or, you know, like the, the lesser expensive supporter section seats and like, just come hang out. It's a party regardless. So if it's a birthday party, even better. Half the supporter section will sing happy birthday to you just because. <laughs> like, yeah, just it, it's always a good time. Great. So something that I and, and I think you guys kind of touched on this, but we did want to know if what was your favorite pre ACFC memory? And it could be something that has to do with the team before, you know, the team touch the touch the pitch or as you were saying games in Guatemala I remember being I, I used to go with my mom to El Salvador like every summer and I went to a who knows why they let me but at like 10 years old went to an El Salvador Mexico game oh my in God. El Salvador <laughs> wow dude my my uncle my uncles were like okay we gotta like this is gonna be fun but we gotta watch out <laughs> So it was intense and it was in the rain. Like that's cemented my love for for the sport. But you know that that love as we as we grew up kind of waned a little bit and it kind of came back to it recently and with ACFC. So um yeah, what's what's your favorite pre ACFC Woso memory? I wish I had like something just off the top <laughs> of my head cuz like Unfortunately, it was all centered around men, right? I would, my cousins would ha get me into the World Cup and things like that. So it was always it was always men's soccer that I would watch. So if we're talking about women's soccer in particular, my favorite memories are, of course, were when I was playing. And like, I mean, those are the best ones too. So I mean, yeah. they're they're the most personal too, right? Because like, yeah, it's it was you. It was 
could come everything out with those with it differently. Yeah, yeah. I I used to love it, even though I, was, I knew I wasn't good, but I loved it. So, yeah. Same here. I was, <laughs> I was like, I was a good, I was a good, solid base to the team. Like, did you <laughs> did you need someone there that can like be reliable? Yeah, that was me. Am I there's superstar? Am I goalie? No. Yeah, like there's a reason why I didn't play soccer growing up. I have hand-eye coordination. I do not have foot anything coordination. <laughs> like I can, I can play kickball like a champion, but soccer does not compute to my brain. I don't know why. Like my body is like, no, not you can watch this one, but no. I think for me, like I mentioned, I was kind of away from it while I was like, you know, being an adult. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I think you know during. Trump's presidency, which is a very dark and depressing moment in my life. I started all of a sudden realizing, wow, he really doesn't like the U.S. women's team. I wonder why. Let me start paying more attention. And when he like was like, I'm not going to invite them to the White House. And Rapino was being very like in your face about it. I was so intrigued. And I think I started following the team for the first time because, you know, mm -hmm. like I really following them. And I remember it was like going to be the final was going to be at a like seven in the morning or something like really early. And we got the um, pub in Eagle Rock to open early. And I remember my friend picked up like breakfast burritos and we went and saw them win. And oh, again, the that. best we were like soccer fans. We were literally doing it because we wanted to like see the political activeness <laughs> of it, that it was going to get under Trump's skin. So literally, that was probably the first time I saw full like women's game. For the first time in like early in the morning in a pub in Eagle Rock and it was amazing. But I think that was probably the first. I mean, I would I wasn't even seeing her name right. Like for a while I was saying that like what like Ravano in a way, like you were, it wasn't. You were just adding right. a little sauce to it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like Rap I go for Rapino. Rapino. <laughs> I think that's how I was saying it. And then one day I saw it, like I heard it and I was like, I've been seeing her last name wrong the whole time. I just blamed English is not my first language. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that was the first time that I ever saw a full women's game. And it was amazing. And it's cool to now continue. Now I know her, I know the rest of the team a little bit more. Also through their teams and NWSL. That's fantastic. So to circle back to, so like from pre-ACFC, like inklings of so even existing. And now you two kind of steer the ship for Porerosas, like, how did you all, I mean, you've kind of explained it a little bit, but like, what were those early conversations of, do we do this? Like, how do you, like, how did you with other people to kind of start a supporters group, start this like grassroots movement really, and like join another grassroots movement of the team and get that steamrolling behind your group? I'm always so curious how those like baby conversations happen. Yeah, so several of us were part of Los Tigres in North End. Mm -hmm. And then one day we met in another co-founder's backyard, Daisy. There was like six to eight of us. <laughs> you know, we had our like laptops open. We're like, are we going to do this? What's going to be our name? Let's start writing kind of like a mission. Who are we? And yeah, so everything was like very like, you know, planned in this like backyard. We had like some drinks, some snacks. And, you know, we kind of decided like, yes, yeah, for sure. And. You know, everything that we've really um, created has always been very, you know, intentional. Like even our name, Poderosas, right? Like it means to be powerful. 
but also we really like we kind of separate the pole and the rosas to make sure that mm-hmm. the stand out because a lot of us are like community activists or like organizers and and many of us are like you know the sons and daughters of immigrants and so we're very conscientious about the laborers in los angeles and so we love the whole idea of how during like the janitor strike or different labor movements they talk about giving us you know our bread and roses as well and so we're actually being kind of like homage to that in the sense of like yeah like you know we and then at that time, also, we were hearing about the women's, you know, fight for pay quality. So we're like, oh, this is perfect. Like, we're demanding we get our roses now and that the female athletes get their roses now, too. And so that's kind of where the name came from. We decided we were going to be social justice based. The way that we show up in the world is how we show up in the stands. We wanted to make sure that it was family friendly queer-friendly, you know, woman-centered, woman-led. And so we had all these things. And some of it came from knowing, seeing the mistakes in the men's <laughs> soccer world. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't want that. You know, like um, so many women and female-run organizations, it's like, it's so much of it. It's us being like, yeah, no, not that. Like, <laughs> and let's do this better. Let's run it back, run it again. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Mario, you mentioned you go to LAFC games too, and it's a different vibe. Like, mm-hmm. Taking kids to the supporter section for LAFC games is not the safest and funnest (laughs) thing for kids. (laughs) I mean, unless you're like, okay, with your kid getting like beer showers and custard, (laughs) right? With ACFC, it's so different. Like, it's such Mm -hmm. a beautiful family space. And so like, yeah, like those are like the little things that we were like, okay, we're not going to do that. We want this. We're going to like make sure that we and we want to be there from the beginning to help build that culture and help build that understanding. And that's why we want it to be like, an official supporter group and be part of the collective, be part of like, you know, all the decisions being made in La Fortaleza and connect with front office because we wanted to be a part of building that culture with some of and reflecting those ideals and values that we have. So how do we, how would somebody go about joining your supporter group? I can speak to that a little bit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I know. Remember yeah. <laughs> Emily was my godmother, but that's kind of how it happens. Like, and I think this experience will probably speak for a few people. You literally are like in a different section of the stadium and you look at La Fortaleza and you're like, what is going on there? Mm-hmm. And then you go and you talk to somebody. And the way that happens in, with Poderosas is usually we tell you, hey, like come hang out with us at a tailgate, at an event, in La Fortaleza, wherever you want. Like just come like hang out with us and make sure like this is like your community, your vibe, what, like what you want to stand for. Because... Like Emily said, they're, you know, Poderosa is very intentional. We're very political. We stand for what we stand for and we're loud about it. And we don't like being censored, as we've recently made clear. So once, you know, you kind of make an impression with the team and you're like, yeah, like you're serious. You really want to be a part of this because it's a community. It's not something that you like subscribe to and then forget about. So then you get yourself a madrina or maybe I guess maybe a padrino. <laughs> and then yeah when the time comes you get sponsored into the group and yeah and you basically you get led into the the slack and the everything <laughs> but it's it's great because like the communication that like the founders like emily have with the rest of the teams and like the opportunity to step up like me i was able to step up and and create the podcast and have, have people come on and like you know the opportunity is there as long as you want it and you can join if you want to. Like, it's all about 
wanting to and like wanting to be a part of that community and it's been like the best thing ever for me so yeah i recommend it highly i'm sure that you know as in all groups when you find the right people and you you know you the the term i found my people right is is a very true one that happens to mm-hmm. a lot of these groups and you know being one of six nice supporters groups but each one has really their own identity and their own vibe and so it's just you know finding your people it's about you know find in it's not to say your people are or these people are wrong it's just it's the vibe it's who you vibe with and then who you're going to have fun with cuz in the end mm-hmm. we're there to chant cheer scream uh drum throw smoke <laughs> do all of that all the for things. all yeah. the things <laughs> for you know the the 18 women the the 11 on the pitch and and the bench and just and everybody else on that team to kind of really get them going and and support on what they do so that's amazing that's i i honestly i did not know about the the padrino and madrina yeah i know and i think it's also like a way to check in and make sure that we're like really getting to know our members because like maite said right it's not just about like subscribing and then that's it like we want to make sure that you're okay you haven't like oh you haven't been coming to the games is everything all right we want to make sure that we are like also celebrating you know jobs babies weddings Mm -hmm. there's one like First season, there was like four weddings, and you know, and also for like the hard times too. You know, like some of our, our members have gone through some really rough times, and we want to be there. So it's again like being very intentional and wanting to really build meaningful community beyond the tailgate and you know the stands. And so it really helps to know that okay, you have somebody that's like you know kind of looking out for you and making sure that. And then if you have questions too, as you like onboard, right, that there's somebody that's like that you can go to and ask questions and things like that. Yeah, it almost sounds like it's like a, a small or I don't want to say small because that almost sounds like it's diminishing the impact it can have. But it's like another form of mentorship where it's like you can be someone that someone else looks up to in the network of supporter groups and network of community. Like there's so many little pockets. Like we joke that like, you have your supporter groups and then you have the section you sit in if you're not in the North end, like my 227 family, like we're tight, you know, (laughs) and it's, it's so fun because it's like, you're part of supporter groups. You're part of, you know, the section you sit in it, this whole fan base is so communal on so many levels and being able, especially like for younger fans or younger, like, I mean, I say this like I'm 75 years old and I'm like, I'm not even 40, but like there's such a fun opportunity to be there for folks who are in their twenties and, you know, or a little bit younger who are like, Oh yeah, life is crazy. And you're like, Oh, just wait, you know, like, and then to help them through different situations and things like that. And I think that's so cool that you are so intentional with that. And so giving with like time and energy and all of that, because that's a lot. Like, it's a lot to just run a supporters group that alone baseline there's paperwork, there's planning, there's, you know, marketing, there's, it's a whole company in itself, you know, like there, it's basically a second, third, fourth job, whatever's going on in your life. But then to say, Oh no, I want to make sure that these folks have people looking out for them. Like that's dope. Just in general, like that's so cool. 
And also, like, I learned something today, and I I always wondered, like, since day one for me, why the R was capitalized, and now I know. So, thank you. <laughs> I was like, there has, like, that's not an accident. You know, it's very intentional. It's very much on purpose. Why? Yeah. I had a feeling I was very close. I will say that. So, yay. <laughs> for speaking Spanish. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's awesome, though. I, I do feel that everything you guys are coming with is is just it's coming from the right place and that's always the the very first step of like you know that this group is going to be like if you found your people like these are going to be your people right and like you Mm -hmm. mentioned through thick and thin through acfc and non-acfc things like you're these are going to be your people and that's that's awesome what Now that you guys have formed this group and we've been going to these matches for two years, getting ready to go on to year three of Angel City, what has been your favorite memory with that team? And, you know, I was we I think we we wrote this as like on the field, off the field at an event. I know that as supporters groups, sometimes there's like um, events with the team outside of, you know, game day. And Mm -hmm. so. What has been your kind of now now that you found your group and you've gone through and supported each other, supported the team, what has been that highlight for you in this kind of short history that we've had? For me, it was probably going to I went to the World Cup this year. It was or last year. And I got oh, to wow. follow around, you know What? I got to follow around. Yeah. <laughs> Riley for New Zealand. I got to see her win the first game, New Zealand. Oh, I oh. saw like two games with Endo. Absolutely destroyed Spain. Um, <laughs> who else is? And of course oh, the US, wow. the US team. I saw you know Thompson play and Ertz when she was still you know all of that. Like I think that's probably the best, just because like it it gave me so Knowing much that was more. Your home team. Yeah, I'm like those are those are my and then ACFC. You know, when when we're at home, we're you know with our supporters group. When you're at away games, all the supporting groups come together, and non-supportive group members, like everybody comes together and they meet up and they hang out. And you, that's how I met a lot of people from other groups. And yeah, you're all ACFC when you're away, which is really really cool. Mm-hmm. And I got to hang out with a bunch of people, meet a bunch of people, and yeah. So that's probably mine. Man, you were at some like life changing Woso <laughs> events. That's just, oh, when we were doing our our World Cup like recaps, like like this is your groups, this is when we're playing, and all this. I was just like, I had the biggest FOMO probably I've ever had over any sport, and I was just like, I just wish I could teleport to New Zealand right now. <laughs> but I'm so glad you were able to go. That's so cool. It was so lucky I mean, that a- it was. Like they were all in New Zealand. Like it was so lucky. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a big there's a big FOMO that's going to be coming when Paris comes around too. Because we were both like, oh, that's that's this year. It's both okay. of us were like, do we try to go? I, I but feel like, like that's a lot of money. Like, <laughs> I feel like I want to try. Family. I shouldn't, but I want to try. Yeah, we'll be the bad influence of say try. And so do mine it. isn't. <laughs> well, that's what my kid told me because I was like, "There's no way I could." And my kid's like, why, "Why are you saying?" <laughs> yeah, we. That's one of those like friends. ultimate. You tell me to follow my dreams and do the things that I love doing. Why aren't you? And you're like, "Rude." <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that back on me. 
So I did not get to go to New Zealand, but I did get <laughs> to go to Houston um, oh, nice. to watch an away game there. And so again, I'm trying right to make sure that the same energy that I give our boys in LAFC, I give to our girls in ACFC. So I was planning to go to Austin to see the boys play Austin. And I saw that the girls were going to be in Houston the next day. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to hit both up this weekend. So I went to um, LAFC in Austin on Saturday, the next morning. And then I told a bunch of other Poderosas who are also like fans of both. They're like, we want to do that too. So then they also ended up doing that. So we got on a bus early in the morning and made it to Houston and then got to see the girls play Houston Dash and beat them. And it was was really, is that the game we beat them? Yeah, it was so (laughs) exciting. And then like, because there wasn't that many, actually, there wasn't that many people in general in that stadium, which is kind of sad to see. And the color orange isn't cute. So I'm just going to say that, like it was all orange, not that many people. I was like, all right, Houston, get it together. Yeah, and it was so funny because we went to the brewery in front of it. And we're like, oh, my God, everybody's wearing orange. How cool. Like, you know, they're like going to go to the game. And then we realized they were all like Astro fans. And we're like, oh, my God, like <laughs> even worse. That's yeah, that is, worse. that is worse. And they apparently didn't care that <laughs> game across from them because they definitely did not show up there. So not that was not fun. But once we were there, though, and we won and it was so exciting because we were pretty up close. And because there wasn't that many of us as far as ACSC fans go, the team really came out to celebrate with us. We got some great pictures and we got to give the Poderosa scarf to Coach Becky. And so that was really nice, you know, to kind of celebrate with them. So I'm glad that we did that little trip. We were really exhausted, but it was so worth it. So, yeah. Definitely hoping for more away game this coming season. <laughs> that is something we have on our bucket list is is away games. Oh yeah, away games. We're we're hoping to catch a couple this season. Fingers crossed. But I mean, so when San it comes to pretty, San Diego ones are pretty. That's like, yeah. The they barely and count. What's really, I feel like. And, <laughs> uh, well, the front office like rent out all these buses for us and so all the SDs mm-hmm. like that can go like go on this bus it's like crazy tailgating on a bus to there we go tailgate you know watch the game and then they bring us back so you don't have to worry about like driving I'm hoping they'll do that with BFC that would be amazing. maybe that's a little too far that's, maybe like that's a bit far <laughs> yeah it's a but it's a like, long drive maybe not a bus ride but I am excited Let's though to just... go to BFC for sure let's suggest we like charter a plane and everybody, like, <laughs> we just get all the support I don't see why not. You know, it's like the same just Ma- in the manifest. air on the freeway. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're putting it out there. We're gonna see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah, with that, for the casual fans that just kind of like are trying to figure out what supporter groups, their their people, what you know, what the vibe is. What's your advice to those folks who want to find out more about you? Like, how do they find you? Where, how do they get involved with you guys? Like, what it's the nitty gritty? Um, so definitely follow our Instagram. We're very active there. And we always make sure to post about events that are coming up. And you know, we sometimes have like handle? meet and greets. Our, oh, it's at Poderosas underscore ACSC. Okay. And, and it'll be, it'll be linked in the know, post too. We often. Yeah, we'll make sure it's up there. <laughs> nice. And then we'll sometimes have like events. Usually the bar that we host our viewing parties is Distrito 14, which is an official bar sponsor for ACFC. 
and they're in Bull Heights. A lot of us are, even though we're all kind of spread out at this point all over LA, most of the founders and a lot of the core group still tends to be in East LA, Bull Heights area. And so we tend to kind of gather there, but we're, you know, we understand now that we have people in the West Side, Long Beach. So we're trying to like be a little bit more open to meeting in other places. And then now we're like, just shout out, there's a, a new coffee shop that opened in Bull Heights called Picaresca Cafe. And I kid you not, every time you go there, you will find a Poderosa. Like you will run into one no matter what. <laughs> like we have yeah. been going there like every day, basically, so some of the members. And then one of our members is a barista there. So you'll definitely see him and he'll even write <laughs> on the cup when we go and get coffee. <laughs> yeah, but we're very active in the community. We always like post, you know, through events. On yesterday, Sunday, we had this beautiful Solidarity Kite event for Palestine, and it was at LA State Historic Park, and so many people came out. So, well, like, you know, whenever we do events, we definitely, like, post on Instagram, and it's usually open to, you know, anyone that wants to get to know us, hang out. And yeah, and sometimes other SGs are very supportive. Like, at the Kite event, we had uh, Mosaic and Pandemonium, so shout out to them. Um, But yeah, definitely... Follow us there. And once the game, we always recommend people go to the tailgate. You can kind of walk around and see all the different groups are like there. And just like say hi, introduce yourself. We're very friendly. Bring your, bring your um, kids too. The kids go and they play like yeah. soccer. They eat food. Like we have the most kid friendly tailgates ever. <laughs> like for sure. Yeah. And some things have piñatas too. That's always fun. <laughs> piñatas. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. <laughs> I didn't know you had piñatas. <laughs> Big soccer ball piñatas. <laughs> nice. And and for anybody who's not familiar about the tailgates, the tailgates happen in what's called Christmas Tree Lane, which is the large grassy area just to the north of the stadium. It's it's between the parking lot uh, that you get shoved into <laughs> when you get to the games <laughs> and the stadium. And then at the other end is going to be the Coliseum. That's where all the SGs set up tailgates for pretty much every single match. And then whenever you know, it suits the team. They'll do the big fan fest events, but that's where it all happens. So any game I would recommend if you have the time, come down. Uh, Everybody's always super friendly and yeah, just talk to everybody. I think I might have to do that myself. Just I've been to a handful of them, but I don't really get to them very often. I'm not even going to say very often. I don't get to them much. Because you have two little kids. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) <laughs> and coming from coming from the valley with two little kids, I don't know. It just takes more time. <laughs> yeah, but, I, uh, I definitely this season need to go say hi to people. And especially doing these episodes, like now we have little, we'll know people and, and get to like give you podcast merch and all that kind of stuff. We'll make sure you guys get some stickers and things like that. Thank you. I feel like um, nobody ever is upset with a ton of stickers. Yeah, especially we'll when trade, they're free. We'll give you a yeah, definitely, <laughs> yes. definitely. And I something that I want to plug for you guys is your podcast uh, with Mike here. Being I hear the the podcast producer, so um, please tell us about uh, that one. You have like you have two essential podcasts in one. Yeah, it's great. I you know I've been podcasting for a few years, so when I came to it, I I have a very like structured approach to it. But Johnson, who is another one of the hosts, he was like, I want to do. He's live from the stands, podcast right after, makes you feel like you're there type of podcast. And let me tell you, it was genius. It, they came out, they come out so cool. It really does, you know, I missed like one game 
and and you know I felt like I was there when I listened to it. So it's really nice to like have somebody to share in either the joy or the pain of it all <laughs> after the game and chatting with people and that's been great. But also it's been really awesome for me and as well like being able to hear all the founder stories like Emily like you hear the Emily's episode you get and everything you're talking about today she goes really in depth in it and we also talk about ACFC so we talk about games we talk about yeah it's great we even have like a history section it's been it's been awesome being able to do this podcast and being able to share everybody's stories like individual members because there's just some fascinating people and uh, but that's Bolero says FC radio and it's on Apple Spotify everywhere yeah so before we wrap this whole thing up, I want to say thank you to both of you for coming. It's been an honor to hear the story and to really get at least the fans that we have that I know we're looking for, like, who is that group getting, letting them get to know you guys. But what's your thing that you're looking forward for 2024 for this third season? What are you hoping for besides a championship? I know we were so close. Well, La Tercera La Vencida, third time's a charm. We got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, of course, I miss the stadium. I miss the tailgate vibes. Definitely miss hanging out with Poderosas at the stadium. But I'm definitely excited. I'm glad that we re-signed, you know, Gordon, LaRue. So I'm excited to see them again. Hammond, which is one of our favorites. And then the Thompson sisters. I'm really excited to see Giselle out there. I think it's really cool to have like LA grown young women mm-hmm. of color like take the pitch. And we already know that Alyssa is like so talented. So I, I already kind of knew that her sister was training with her and they were waiting until she was a little bit older to like give her the contract. Um, so I'm just excited to see. I'm sure we're going to go crazy when they both end up on the field. So looking forward That's to gonna that. That's going to be such a such a fun day, like seeing both of them on the pitch together. And I'm I'm so curious how the formation will line up like are they going to be both on the same side like how how do they play together i just i have so many questions <laughs> i know the switchblade sisters it's exciting i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking forward to away days with poderosas because i had so many away days last year for many reasons and most of them were me hanging out with other groups but this year i am forcing all of you to go everywhere with me <laughs> challenge except <laughs> i was gonna say i, I don't those... know how much like you know forcing there's gonna be it's like oh <laughs> oh darn i have to go to an away game with all my friends bummer <laughs> i mean if anybody listening wants to sponsor a trip for us we, <laughs> we can be that. sponsored by adidas originals club <laughs> <laughs> an airline that just wants to sponsor poderosas please <laughs> but i have that team like spirit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not spirit. No, like because we want because we want to get there. Traumatic spirit, yeah. traumatic spirit, traumatic <laughs> spirit experiences. We can in, fly the in Mario's. We can fly the plane ourselves. Yeah. So, <laughs> <That's true>. yeah, <laughs> with our powers combined, like <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, thank you two so much for joining us for talking about Poderosas and for just like being such a big wonderful part of this community like at large we're so grateful to have you guys on and i'm excited for this season we'll make sure to come say hi um, at tailgates all that good stuff so with that said if you like this 
hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the other buttons that Mario clicks that I don't know what they are, um, both for Casual FC and for the Poderosas podcast, which is Poderosas FC Radio. I am now following you guys on Spotify, so no excuses from me if I have said I don't listen to an episode. Be like, Angela, what the heck? Get on it. Like, you have time. You listen to everything two times the speed. Go for it. But yeah, everywhere else, uh, go to casualfc.com for all the different podcast links. Follow us on our socials at casualfcpod on Instagram, the three T's, Twitter, threads, and TikTok. Uh, make sure you tell a friend about the podcast, both ours and theirs. It does bring the team good luck. It has been proven. So make sure you talk about it. Make sure you spread the word. And if you feel so inclined, you can help support the podcast by buying us a coffee. Check out our link in our socials or go to buymeacoffee.com slash casualfcpod. Don't forget, shop.casualfc.com has merch and we've got some really cool stuff coming down the pipeline. Super pumped for the thing that's coming out like 14 seconds after the schedule drops. So be ready, pay attention, get hype. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Hope you had fun. Thank you. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. This is fun.